Hi guys, this is Tina, your host from Flawed and Free. Welcome back. And for those of you who are visiting for the first time, hello. My name is Tina and I'm a faith-based entrepreneur in the DFW Metroplex. I'm so excited about serving you and my community with my gifts and God-ordained talents. I am a deliverance minister, a spiritual warfare strategist, and a prophetic intercessor. My ministry offers one-to-one spiritual mentorship and consulting, deliverance and healing through public speaking events, revivals, live streams, and altar prayers of deliverance. So thank you so much for those of you that have come back to return again for another week and welcome to all of you if this is your first time. So this week on this podcast, we are talking about soul ties. Soul ties is the topic of this week and it appears according to some of the study that I have begun that it will actually continue into next week because I didn't want to put everything all into one week. So this week, our focus is going to be uh, physical and spiritual soul ties and breaking free from soul ties. And next week, we will focus on emotional soul ties. So make sure you tune in next week for emotional soul ties. But as usual, before we go any further, let's invite the Holy Spirit into our presence. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you, God, for the opportunity to come before your throne of grace this day, oh God. God, we thank you, God, for all that you have done, all that you will do, and all that is yet to come in our lives. God, I pray, God, that this platform is utilized for your glory. God, I pray that the word that you have given for me to give and for them to receive, that it is edifying and empowering to them, God. I pray that the revelation that they receive on this platform in this podcast is helpful to them, that it will help them to break and destroy yokes of bondage in their life, oh God, that you will help them and guide them and lead them in the direction in which they will go, God. So I just pray, God, and I just thank you, God, for entering in, for dwelling in this space and for meeting us wherever we may be. God, I thank you for all that you are doing in our lives and all that is yet to come, for it is done, God, for as it is in heaven, it is as well in the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. So, soul ties is the focus for this week. I'm so excited about this teaching for this week. It's pretty heavy, so I've done the best I could to Break it down so that it's just not too meaty. And so I will be doing a live as I do every week. There's a live stream that goes along with the weekly podcast. So every Thursday, make sure you guys are tuning in. I'll be on Facebook streaming, on YouTube streaming, and on IG streaming simultaneously. And we will be talking about that week's episode and any questions and concerns you may have. So the live Q&A is called Tea and Testimony, and that is a place in which we discuss any questions that people may have or just any specific things that people would like to understand or know a little bit better and any testimonies that people want to give because we are a community and all of you freedom fighters in the freedom fighter community We are all fighting a spiritual war. And so I just want you to know that you are not on the battlefield alone, that I will equip and train you by the power of the Holy Spirit, and that the Lord will carry you through all that you need to be successful and victorious because you are already victorious over the plans and the plots of the enemy. So soul ties. What are soul ties? Soul ties are formed when two or more people become bonded together in the soulish realm. If you've listened to prior podcasts, I have explained that there's a spiritual realm and there's a soulish realm. And in the soulish realm is where your mind, your will, and your emotions reside. 
So soul ties are formed when two or more people become bonded together in this realm. And this happens by the knitting together of two souls. So how do you create soul ties? How can they be created? So there's three ways to create soul ties. First is spiritually. So you can create soul ties spiritually. Number two would be physically. You can create a soul tie physically. And number three, you can create soul ties emotionally. So next week, we'll be focusing on emotional soul ties. And emotional soul ties are bonds where you share feelings and experiences with someone that eventually forms a spiritual attachment. So I'm super excited about that because I've learned and I was aware of spiritual soul ties. And for some of you, this may be brand new. You may have never even heard of it. So I was fully aware of physical and spiritual, but not so much emotional. So the Holy Spirit led me into some teaching and I just cannot wait to share what he has revealed about emotional soul ties, which are just as important as knowing and learning about the spiritual and the physical. So this week's focus is spiritual and physical soul ties. You can be tied in godly ties or ungodly ties. Godly soul ties are pretty simple. They're pretty easy to identify. Godly soul ties are ties that bring you blessings. And ungodly soul ties are soul ties that bring you destruction. And that's as simply put as you can really put it. So anything that you're tied to that's of a godly divine nature in friendship or relationship or organization or anything that you're connected to that's divinely ordained by God will actually add, contribute, and complement your life and blessings. But negative soul ties, which are ungodly soul ties, are devised by the enemy to destroy, to steal, to kill, and to be destructive in your life. And so we're going to focus on ungodly negative soul ties in the spiritual and physical realm. So most common soul ties and the number one that we, of course, for those of you that are aware, are fornication. Most common ways that you can engage or become a part of a soul ties through fornication. And that is sex outside of marriage. And so sex is both physical and spiritual, right? So sex is meant and intended only for marriage. And it unites your spirit with many if you are engaging in activities with more than one individual. This actually contributes to people's confusion, to scattered affections all over the place for different people. And this was not the way that God intended for sex to be. Sex was supposed to be created for marriage in unison with one. And so you were supposed to be tying yourself with your soulmate, right? People say, oh, it's my soulmate. But when you are having extramarital sexual relations with people, then you are tying your soul with mates that aren't ordained by God. So God created sex to be an essential ingredient in marriage. Sex outside of marriage actually defiles your body. And your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so our bodies, when we give our bodies to another and we do this outside of the covenant of marriage, we are feeding our carnal fleshly desires. And these things give the enemy an open door demonically to our lives, to our bodies and to our spirits. So these portals, these demonic doors that are open spiritually These portals are not only natural in the natural realm, but also in the spiritual realm, because there are deposits that you engage when you exchange 
you know, fluids from one to another. You open yourself up naturally and spiritually to disease. So from a natural manifestation through STIs or STDs, herpes, HIV, gonorrhea, chlamydia, you know, there's many, many, many on the list that we have exposed ourselves and allowed ourselves to open ourselves up to demonic attack to our physical bodies. And spiritually, we open up demonic doors and portals to spirits that are and will be difference. It'll be a difference in personality, right? So spirits actually have personalities. People don't know we are spirits and we're spirits in a physical body and they have personalities. And so spiritually, we open up demonic doors and portals to personality changes and foreign character traits that are not rooted in Christ and are demonically influenced. So if you've ever been in a relationship or maybe a sexual, physical relationship with someone, and suddenly you have picked up or carrying their traits, right? Suddenly you may have never had issues with anger. You may have never had any worries or concerns with insecurity or just, it's a number of things, right? That are contributory to who we are and to who we represent ourselves as through our personalities. And so there is a baseline, there is inherent character trait, which we are created in God's image that we should be in the likeness of. But when we open up demonic doorways and portals and deposits to tie ourselves spiritually with souls in the soulish realm, then we have also opened ourselves up to demonic characteristics, demonic traits and personalities that are not rooted or planted in Christ. And so you wonder why you now struggle with things that you didn't really have issues with before. You didn't even realize that they were there. And you can tie yourselves not just in a sexual manner in relationship, but even in friendships. And as we continue forward into this message, I will go through and explain the different types of soul ties and how they can be influenced spiritually and physically. So as always, we want to make sure that we're referencing scripture. So our first scripture for today is coming out of 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 19. So 1 Corinthians 6, 18, verse 18 states, run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Verse 19 says, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? who lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself. And I'll even go as far as to read verse 20. For God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. So when we are allowing ourselves to engage in extramarital situations and relationships for the world, some people call them situationships, right? When we allow ourselves to engage, we are opening up demonic doors and portals to things that God has not ordained for our lives. And then we take on the characteristics and traits of another and they become demonically influenced and they are there to destroy you because remember, ungodly soul ties are destructive. So people of the world, as we even read that scripture, will say, this is my body. I can do as I wish with my body and even reference themselves as quote unquote free spirits, which basically means free for all, right? (laughs) These people 
have liberal mindsets and commit to no one or nothing but the demonic desires of their flesh. This is not the way we were intended to live. We are spiritual beings in physical bodies, and we were created by God in the image and the likeness of Christ. And so these free spirits, quote unquote, free spirits, they give or deceive people into believing that they are free by seducing them with a false sense of freedom. When in all actuality, they're in bondage. Their flesh controls them instead of their spirit controlling your flesh. And so we are supposed to be walking in the spirit. We are not supposed to be led by our flesh. We're not supposed to be led by our carnal nature and desires. Because if we are led by our carnal nature and desires and thoughts, then we are being demonically influenced. If we are walking in the spirit, in the spirit realm, then we have the power and the authority that God has given us to take our flesh under subjection to Christ Jesus. So we're supposed to be subjecting and surrendering our mind, our will, our emotions to Christ Jesus so that we can walk in the spirit realm and not walk in the soulish realm. And so when we are walking and operating in the soulish realm, which is our mind, our will, and emotions, then our fleshly desires and characteristics are superseding the spiritual. And that should not be so. So our flesh, we should be taking it under subjection and we should be doing that by submitting, surrendering, repenting, and always asking the Lord to help us with our walks, help us to see what he would have us to do, who he would have us to divinely connect with so that we don't tie ourselves to things that are not influenced or ordained by him. Now, our bodies are, they're dirt. We were created from dirt and these bodies are temporary. And so we should not put more value in our physical bodies and desires because these things are going to burn away, die off and go back to the earth from which it came. And so our bodies should not take precedence or precedence over our spirits because it is our spirits that live eternally. It is our spirits that live in either heaven with Christ Jesus or that lives in the lake of fire in hell with the devil. So we should put more stock and more accountability and we should put more value in what we're feeding and giving and connecting to our spirits. So our bodies should not govern, rule, and reign over our lives. We are kingdom ambassadors of Christ Jesus. And as spiritual beings, we have power and authority and dominion over all the things in the earth, in the air. And so we should, at the very least, be able to control and command the authority of our own bodies. So we are spirits in a physical, temporary dirt body. And so we should be walking in the spirit and we should be feeding our spirits with the things of God. Now, sexual immorality is not acceptable for the believer. It is not acceptable for the believer or followers of Christ despite what the world says, despite what is accepted in our current society to include the church. Now, we got a lot of people, even in church, that proclaim to be Christian that are still battling and dealing with areas of fornication and sexual immorality, sexual lust, sexual perversion. And if you stay tuned, I will be going through all of these areas individually. 
But for the focus of this podcast, we're talking about the attachment to ungodly soul ties. Ungodly soul ties can also come and you can also be tied in other ways. So one other way, and I believe I have seven or eight written down here for you guys. One is through false teachings. One way you can tie yourself through your soul is through false teachings, religious and cult involvement and organizations, legalistic churches, for example, Jehovah Witnesses. Jehovah Witnesses are legalistic churches. They do not believe in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ. And because of the blood atonement and the fact that they don't believe in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ, then they operate in a lot of legalistic, religious sort of rules. And so these false teachings, false teachers, religious, cultic, and spiritual religions and organizations are one way that you can tie your soul. And this is a tough topic for many because there's a lot of other ones that I can list as well, but we got a lot to go through. These organizations and these religious strongholds, these religious spirits, they rule by fear and they rule by shame and condemnation. And they do this through ritualistic, legalistic rules and generally fall within huge hypocritical lines of hypocrisy and they bring further confusion to those involved. And so we know that fear is demonic. We know the spirit of fear. God did not give us. Second Timothy 1 and 7 tells us God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind, shame and condemnation, also demonic spirits. God did not come to condemn us. He came to save us. And so we are saved and we have been set free already by the blood atonement, by the blood of Jesus Christ. And not only did he die, was buried and resurrected, but he is now ascended and he lives in the heavenlies. And so he is very much alive in our lives. And so we've been redeemed from the curse of the law of the Old Testament. We've been redeemed that covenant. We no longer live in. God has redeemed us and we are now operating in a new covenant because of the sacrifice that God made for us on the cross for our sins. So the second ungodly soul tie is through masons, masonry, fraternities, sororities. And this is controversial. There's so many of so many people in our community that have attached themselves through fraternities and sororities and will fight you tooth and nail and cut you deep um, behind their fraternities and sororities. They are demonic and they are not ordained by God. And so in these masonry organizations, Eastern Stars, fraternities, sororities, in these sororities, there's secret oaths that are taken. There's secret oaths and there's vows that are made to leaders and followers and to the organization within itself. And as a part of these vows and this secrecy and all of the things that come with being connected and tying yourself to these organizations, they are curses. There are curses that are spoken of that are to be kept in secrecy. And if revealed, there are promises to these curses. And this is a linkage that you don't want to tie yourself to an organization because we should not idolize and put our, these fraternities, sororities, and all of these things in place or idolize and worship above God. There's no one and nothing above the sovereign rule of Jesus Christ who has redeemed us and bought us with a price. And so the individuals that are involved have yoked themselves with all of the vows and the spiritual connections that go way back into ancestral linkages 
and ancestral iniquity and sin. And these subtle secret vows of deception, many people have taken in ignorance and unaware, and they have connected themselves to and have no idea or don't understand why things are happening in their life and not even knowing that this was a demonic door. This was a demonic portal that was opened up through this vow that was taken. So soul ties through vows, that leads me into the third, because this piggybacks off of the vows and the secret oaths that are taken in fraternities and sororities. So soul ties through vows is whenever a vow is made, a person is tied to whatever he has vowed against. You spiritually, when you speak a thing and you yoke your faith and your mind and your belief to a vow, you're making an inner vow within yourself. And so you're speaking to, because you're a spirit being, remember, you're a spirit being. And so you're speaking into the spiritual realm, into the soulish realm. You're speaking out and the things that you speak, that you decree, that you declare, that you vow, that you come into agreement and tie yourself with. These inner vows are something that you tie yourself to and you are now tied between you and the words that you are speaking. And so now it becomes a part of you and anything good or bad, anything that comes with that is now a part of you. So Matthew 5.34, and I read the first verse out of the NLT. And I am also reading this verse out of the NLT. Matthew 5 and 34 states, but I say, do not make any vows. And there's an exclamation point there. And this is Jesus teaching about the vows. And he's teaching about vows to the people of God. And so he says in verse 34, but I say, do not make any vows. Do not say by heaven, because heaven is God's throne. In verse 34, vows were common, right? Back in that time. But Jesus told his followers not to use them. Their word alone should be enough. And you can read that further even in James 5 and 12. And if you are known as a person of your word and being truthful and honest, And if you're operating in the spirit of the Lord, which is the spirit of truth, and you're operating in the Holy Spirit, then being honest and truthful, though it seems like people, it's hard to find and it's a rare thing these days, we must make sure that we're being careful that we're not making vows and that we're just operating in pure genuineness, sincerity, honesty, and truthfulness. So if we tell the truth all the time, then there's not as much pressure to back up what you're speaking of with a promise or a vow. You shouldn't have to promise. You shouldn't have to vow. And you definitely shouldn't have to vow and do anything in secrecy because the kingdom of darkness lives in secret. The kingdom of darkness loves to defile, defeat, destroy, and destruct because where things are hidden is where he can operate and do his most deceptive work. And so anything that you got to hide, that you got to do in secret, that you can't openly do in the light, that you can't openly expose and reveal should be something that you should consider Is this something that's sent by God or is this something that's of demonic of nature? And so demonic spirits, they're dark spirits. They're dark spirits. They operate in a kingdom of darkness. And as believers and Christians and followers of Christ Jesus, we operate under the kingdom of light. And so we should not be hiding and making secret vows in secret and making oaths and all of these things because we should only be truthful, honest, genuine, sincere before the Lord and we should not have to hide and take secret vows. So moving on to the fourth tie and the fourth tie is pretty simple. It's just bad company. 
So you can tie yourself with someone or something or several beings, right? If it's a group or a clique or a cult or, you know, (laughs) whatever it is, right? Bad company, bad company corrupts good morals. And so if you can recall as a child, I remember having certain friends growing up and my mother would see some characteristics and traits in some of my quote unquote friends and my immaturity growing up. And she was like, I don't like that girl. You can't hang with them. And I just remember being so heartbroken. Like, what do you, why can't, that's my friend. I like them. And my mom would tell me and I would be like, she can't pick my friends. You know, that's not fair. She doesn't even know them, you know, but there's certain things that in wisdom and that you see as an adult through either your personal experiences or there's certain things that you can see spiritually because you have spiritual sight and you can see beyond the surface. And so bad company, even for those that are morally, ethically good people, you can corrupt good character just being in the midst of bad company. So tying yourself to people that are of no good or of no beneficial use and are into things that are morally and ethically just not good for you, it definitely brings down and it ties you to everything they're tied and connected to. So the next thing, number five, would be family ties. Family ties, ancestral links, and generational bonds. And so there are ties that you received generationally in the womb of your mother, through your bloodline, through your ancestral links and generations past and through family ties. And so you can be connected and tied in the soulish realm to a soul tie that was not even anything that you added to your life or any demonic door or portal that you opened up. And then you can add on top of what you've received through your bloodline, through those generational bonds. You can add to that by, um, by operating in corruptible sin, by operating in the experiences of your fleshly desires, because these are demonically influenced based on ideologies and based on just your fleshly characteristics and traits that you thought were your personality because I've been like this since I was born. So this must be who I am. I've had a desire to live this lifestyle. I knew when I was two years old, I knew. So this has to be. And then you come into agreement with a personality characteristic or a trait or a desire that really was not intended or rooted by God. It was planted either through an ancestral linkage generations past through your bloodline or you were tied and you were demonically attacked or your mother uh, through her womb as she was pregnant with you. Maybe a spirit of rejection was planted in that time because maybe you were conceived out of wedlock and your father did not want a child. And so in the womb, you were then tied in the soulish realm and connected to the spirit of rejection in the womb. And so you've wondered why from birth to an adulthood, you've struggled with this rejection and feeling as a feeling like you were an outcast or no, never being accepted. And so you have carried on and accepted and come into agreement with this thing because you think this is you. This is your life. This is just the way that you have to live. This is the way you've always known your life. And that is the furthest from the truth. But you have to identify that it is a soul tie, that it is actually present and how to defeat the enemy's plan to destroy your life and generations to come beyond you. So the sixth one is with the deceased. Ties with the deceased, ties with the dead. And this includes spouses. This includes the death of children. This includes the death of parents and even the death between friendships and friendships, friends 
that have passed and moved on. And so you can create or be in a soul tie with the deceased and the dead. And so these must be broken. You must break soul ties. You must break them even if they're godly bonds after death, okay? Even if they were a child, a parent, a a spiritual mentor, a godparent, someone you love very dearly that knew the Lord, and it was a godly bond in the natural realm. In death, you must separate because now they're in the spirit realm. There's no need to be connected in the soulish realm because you are now and you will always be connected in spirit. And as brothers and sisters of Christ, we have all been adopted. The spirit of all received as believers and followers of Jesus Christ, the spirit of adoption. And so we are all brothers and sisters connected in the body of Christ. And so you are spiritually connected, but the soul tie must be broken. And so in this soul tie, in death, you should break this soul tie and you will continue to be tied and yoked, Y-O-K-E-D, tied and yoked and unable to enter into or maintain relationships with others in the natural realm. It becomes very challenging, daunting, grieving, and difficult to bear fruit, right? To bear fruit. And God has intended us to be fruitful as kingdom ambassadors on earth. He has called us to be fruitful, to multiply. And so you cannot be fruitful and multiply and bear the fruit that Jesus Christ has given you unless you are willing to cut it off the vine. It no longer serves a purpose in the natural realm to continue to tie yourself to because you will always be connected and tied in spirit. And so in the natural soulish realm, you have to cut back and cut it off the vine so that you can bear fruit. Now, the seventh tie is through occult involvement. Occult involvement. That's O-C-C-U-L-T. So occult involvement includes Ouija boards, witchcraft, divination, and divination is a counterfeit to the Holy Spirit. We'll talk about that in days to come, but the divination, the spirit of the new age practices, new age generational links, these things now and will, if you're involved in any occult involvement, witchcraft, crystals, sage cleansing, yoga, all of these things, they open up demonic doors and portals and tie you to um, demonic witchcraft and give the, the spirits legal access to bear and produce fruit in your life. And so these, the fruit of witchcraft of occult involvement usually um, increases demonic torment activity and destruction. And the fruit of that is through disturbed sleep, disturbed sleep patterns, insomnia, um, freak accidents, um, just accidents in general, premature deaths, financial issues, unexplained illness, um, or illnesses that do not respond to treatment. All of these things are, are legalities that are given in the spirit realm through occult involvement. You have tied yourself and opened up demonic doors and portals that have given these demons access to your life to produce this fruit. And if there is fruit, there is a root. Okay. If there is fruit, there is a root. And so one of the last ties is a tie that you may have engaged or opened up through addictions. And some people think if I'm not standing on the corner and, you know, strung out, then I'm not addicted. Um, but addictions, um, operate in the realm of idolatry and worship and anything that you put in place of worship and praise and time, anything that you devote more of your, of your, of your life and your body and idolatry and in, 
and addiction. There's a spirit of addiction. And these things come in many ways, gambling through alcoholism, through alcohol and drugs, marijuana, pills. You can be addicted to sleeping medication. You could be addicted to coffee. You could be addicted to gambling. You could be addicted to TV watching, excessive TV watching. You could be addicted to social media. Anything that you put that becomes an idol in worship in your life, there is a hook in the soulish realm and it is in the realm of your mind. And your mind is where you're, remember, in the soulish realm, your mind, your will and emotions. And if the root is there in idolatry, you got to, you have to break down idols and idol worship. And addiction is a tie. It is a soul tie in the soulish realm that actually overtakes your mind where you can't think about anything, but, uh, you know, uh, but serving that God, serving that God of addiction, regardless of how it looks or how it presents itself. Make sure that you're partnering in prayer with the Holy Spirit to see if you have some subtle addictions. It could be an addiction to food. There are many people that are, are dealing and, and having to battle demonic spirits of gluttony and, and have addictions to food. So just, there's a number of things that you can be tied to and, and attached to as a soul tie in the soulless realm. So how do I know if I have a soul tie and what are the signs and symptoms? I'm glad you asked. If you want to know how to find out if you have a soul tie and what the signs and symptoms are, make sure you go into the episode description show notes for this episode. And I have there where you can download a free PDF and it will go through and explain to you how and if you have a soul tie. So there will be seven common signs and symptoms there that you can read and see, do I have a soul tie? Is this what I have? And what do I do about it if I have one? So let's talk about now what to do. How do you break a soul tie? So that is what we're here for, to equip you, to train you with what and how so that you can break free and be set free from this demonic oppression and bondage. One of the most important strategies in breaking soul ties is to partner in prayer with the Holy Spirit. You have to partner in prayer with the Holy Spirit, which will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will lead you and guide you into the hidden things, into your ancestral generational bloodline and linkages that you are unaware of of he will reveal the who the what and 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 the why and you then must renounce them renounce them by breaking your connection to them in the spirit Again, you're a spirit being. And so you cannot break and fight in the spirit with natural means. So you can try all of the AA and counseling. Not that these things, if you have a spirit of addiction, not that they aren't beneficial or complementary, but spiritual things have to be dealt with in the spirit. And so you have to assure that you are dealing with the spiritual bond and connections and that you're breaking them in the spirit. And again, some of these things are unknown. Some of these things you're completely unaware of or may be hidden because that's where the enemy, that's where the devil lies in, in, in secrecy, in hiding, in the darkness. And so these things will be hidden and you may be unaware. And some of these things you may have just now been made aware of during this podcast as I've gone through some of those things that can link and tie you to a soul tie. And some of you are still wanting to know how or if you have a soul tie. And if you download that free PDF, I will make sure I leave the link. You can go through those signs and symptoms to see if you have a soul tie.
So if your soul tie is with a person, a thing, or an organization, what we're going to do is you're going to strategize by partnering in prayer before the Lord, and you're going to ask in prayer for forgiveness and a release. You're going to ask for forgiveness and release as the Holy Spirit reveals to you what these things are, who they are, and you're going to pray prayers of repentance and and ask the Lord for forgiveness and to release you from him or her and release them from you. And so you're going to do this by saying, and you could just come into agreement as I come into prayer for you. You can mimic or mirror what I'm saying in prayer, or you can just come into agreement as I pray. But you can go and pray and say, God, or dear Heavenly Father, whatever it is, that how you present your prayer before the Lord, you say, I forgive, I release, if it's a man's name or a woman's name or a fraternity or sorority, an organization or some sort of religious, spiritual denomination or something like that. You say, I forgive, I release whatever that is, blank. And I break the unhealthy soul tie between me and blank, right? I forgive, I release, and then you are going to insert the name there. And then you're going to say, and I break the unhealthy soul tie between me and let's say his name is John, if it's a sexual soul tie. And you're going to go through each and every one of those And you're going to renounce, you're going to pray, repent, ask God for forgiveness, and you're going to break them in the spirit. And you're going to say in prayer, or you can come into agreement with me as I continue to pray for you. So you're going to say, dear Heavenly Father, God, I renounce all connections, deposits, and curses attached to this soul tie. And I nullify all agreements and contracts associated with these covenants and vows. I ask that Jesus Christ release me from all vows and from any bondage held within this bond. I take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and cut myself loose and free myself from all spiritual, physical, emotional, and psychological soul ties. And I cut all bonds that are not of the Lord. I place the blood of Jesus between me and every bond and relationship not of the Lord's. And I send it back and trace back all relationships to the foundation of the world. And I say that I am cut free and free indeed as the Lord has intended. It is so in the name of Jesus. I thank you guys for coming to this episode to listen I know this is probably a little bit longer than maybe I even expected, but I needed to make sure that you guys got all that God has intended. And so I will be live for those of you that are listening on Warrior Wednesday. Every Wednesday, this podcast drops at midnight. And on Thursday, I do the live Q&A. So I will be live on Thursday on streaming on all of my platforms. So you can follow me on IG at The Flawed and Free, or you can go to Facebook if you're on Facebook at Flawed and Free. And you can also visit my website at theflawedandfree.com. Thank you again for coming to this episode. I am so very glad. Make sure you subscribe and review this episode if it empowered or encouraged you in some sort of way. And make sure that you share this with friends and family. God bless you all. I love you and have a blessed day.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.